0: Money FM 89.3, best of workday afternoon.
1: Hello and welcome to Workday Afternoon. I'm Melissa Hyak. Now most people these days just cannot take their eyes off the screens of their mobile phones or other digital devices and it's a phenomenon that's been going on since the early 2000s when smartphones and social media became mainstream necessities. But this never-ending exposure to digital screens have very real eye health consequences. Among them dry eye disease which may sound rather mild, at least I thought so, but can be a serious condition. This year, more new patients have been referred to the Singapore National Eye Centre for Dry Eye Disease amid a COVID 19 pandemic. Well, today on Health Suites, we find out more about the condition, the treatments for it, and whether it can be avoided. Health Suites on Money FM 89.3. Well, hello and welcome to Health Suites. With me today to discuss dry eye disease are Professor Louis Tong and Dr Pat Lim. Now, Prof Tong is Principal Clinician Scientist and Head of the Ocular Surface Research Group at Singapore Eye Research Institute and Senior Consultant at the Corneal and External Eye Disease Department at Singapore National Eye Centre, while Dr Lim is Head of TCM Ophthalmology Department, Chief Physician and Board Vice-Chairman of the Singapore Chunghua Medical Institution. Doctors, welcome to the show. Thank you. Good afternoon to you and all the audience. Good afternoon. Prof Tong, you still there? Yeah,
2: good afternoon okay. to all. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you very much for inviting us to this.
1: Yeah. yeah, maybe I should get an ear check before you know I talk about eyes. <laughs> okay. Okay, but can we can we just start sharing with our viewers what exactly um, I know it seems like cimaronic, right? Dry eye disease, yeah, we know what that's about. But but you know, tell us in detail medically what that means.
2: Well, essentially, this is a condition of the tear and the eye surface that is caused by multiple factors, such as uh, uh, I divide them into the external factors, for example, computer use, contact lens, cosmetics, uh, pollution, surgery, and internal factors, like, for example, eyelid inflammation, increasing age, autoimmune disease, uh, hormone changes, and... Um, you know sleep disorders and anxiety depression and so on so it's a complicated multifactorial condition caused by internal and external factors
1: mm. but but we have kind of honed in quite a bit on the use of all these digital devices haven't we mhm
2: mhm yes
1: yeah that's is is that would you say that's a, a, a bigger contributing factor than you know all the others you talk about at least you know in recent days
2: yeah in the community i think that is a, a major factor especially in the recent years right i mean with the uh, more people working from home and more hours on, on computers, smartphones and so on. Hmm. I, I suppose that is really a major uh, external factor in the community.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah. Maybe that, let's, let's hear from also Dr Lim. Um, so yeah. when does it become serious? Because I, I understand sometimes you have like, you know, as with all diseases or all conditions, you have mild, moderate, serious. Mm-hmm. So, so maybe you can just outline very quickly, right? You know, uh, you know when does it become serious and, and what can we expect in terms of symptoms?
0: All right, there are all kinds of symptoms that uh, the patients will complain about. Um, usually it's the dryness. They will feel like sandy or foreign sensation and they also have like tearing, overflow of And they sometimes may have some headaches, and some may have some uh, eye socket uh, pain. I mean, this is the common common uh, complaint they may have. Are those still considered moderate or serious? I would still put it as moderate, because okay. with serious, um, serious patients, they will have a lot of psychological impact mm. that they may uh, start to be antisocial, they will not uh, want to leave home, they always think that uh, my eye is so bad that mm. I could not focus properly, okay. I could not walk, uh, work okay. or walk, you know, this is all, you know, quite quite serious uh, dry eye patients okay. may encounter. Uh, but under the TCM perspective, uh, what we see here is not, um, dry eye It's never a, just a local eye disease, mm. It's more like a holistic disease problem. is like um, it also includes in some maybe like uh, psychological impact, like just now I mentioned. Mm-hmm. And uh, mainly, it was also sh- associated with like uh, insomnia and sometimes like um, indigestion. You know, mm-hmm. this kind of problem also. Mm-hmm. And uh, just now, uh, you're mentioning about the use of the gadgets. And uh, under the Chinese medicine uh, TCM perspective, mm-hmm. we are also saying that long days were always harmful. To our blood system, blood circulation system, and also use, overuse of the eye energy. And that's why you may result in the mm. dry eye. Mm. So, this is how we see the dry eye overall under mm, the Chinese medicine. Mm, mm, okay.
1: Mm. Maybe, well, yeah, this, this is interesting because the TCM has a, a generally holistic view of, of health yes. conditions, right? Maybe mm. if I can turn to Prof. Tong, right? Aside yes. from these external factors, right? What about from the so-called Western, you know, uh, medical point of view, how much do, for, for example, do genes, right, have to do with the condition? You know, is, is it actually hereditary? Are some people more predisposed to having dry eye?
2: Um, I think for the the major uh, common type of dry eye, which is what you see in the community, the bulk of it is influenced by... Um, the External factors that you said you know computer use, but also some of the internal factors which may not be really um, easily correctable, like for example increasing age and uh, autoimmune disease, but there are things that can be uh, you know like uh, tackle uh, things like the eyelid inflammation, the eyelid health, and uh, some aspects of the nutrition can be can be monitored and can be uh, managed and as well as the psychological stress and some of these can be actually uh, modified so I, I think it is it is multi uh, you know it is multi system because you know the, the various aspects like mental health and uh, nutrition comes in as mm. well as the uh, local aspects of it that means the the eye and the the eyelids and the blinks and blinking um, mm. states and so on those are the more local conditions that can be managed as well
1: mm. you talked about um age being a function of of you know or a correlational uh, factor right so so is there a particular Point in life or, or, or you know age group um, that is possibly more susceptible. As I reckon. I mean, as as always with a lot of things, like you know, the older you are, the more likely you get it, right? Yeah.
2: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. You can tell. You can tell if we come to one mm. of my clinics because basically 50, uh, 60 and above, especially mm. right, or, or even fifty-five and above, uh, it's a major sort of the patient population there. But of course, we are also getting another peak it's slightly younger between um, you know thirty and and. and uh, and uh, 40, where mm. they may have other conditions such as uh, having LASIK surgery or previous surgery and mm. uh, allergies especially. So, the, so now we're getting like two peaks. The, certainly the older peak is the bark of it, but then we're getting this slightly younger uh, age uh, population as well. Mm, yeah. Mm, mm.
1: yeah, but then some, some people could also uh, suggest, right, that um, given that, you know, all these digital devices, I mean, for, for a lot of us, the Gen X and after or even millennials, we started using these things a bit later in life Right. That's mm-hmm. when we look at the school-going children, for example. The schools are going digital. I mean, even the last two years, it's been you know just Zoom classrooms yeah. and all that. Yeah. So, so looking at your crystal ball, your medical crystal ball, <laughs> in the near future, do you think it's likely we will see actually um, a kind of uh, the onset of dry eye disease being much earlier as a serious condition for for our uh, population? Yeah.
2: Yeah, in, in my view, yeah, I think it's going to become more and more uh, obvious at a younger age mm. and also in a, in a larger sort of a proportion of the people as well. That is mm. why our strategies now should be targeting preventive care in the population rather than, uh, we can't have like, you know, 9 out of 10 people come to the hospital, can you? I mean, that's not, <laughs> yeah. not the way we yes. deal with the like condition. So mm. we, should, mm. we should have some uh, some way to deal with it at the, at the, at the earlier level. And that's, a, that's why education comes in and that's why this, you know, this sort of programs uh, that you're doing we uh, I think it plays a big role. Okay. You know.
1: Actually, I think you know, what you do <laughs> definitely plays a, a very important role because what, what you've done, uh, actually the institutions both of you are from, the Singapore Eye Research Institute as well as the Singapore Chunghua Medical Institution, you guys did a study together, I understand, to, yeah. to help mm. look at mm-hmm. treating the disease. Maybe you know, uh, maybe Dr Lim, you can tell us more about the findings.
0: Okay, the findings uh, have been very encouraging so far because we have completed the study, I think, in year. Uh, we were given the, the grant uh, in the 2014, and we have completed in 2017, and then we published uh, papers in 2018, and recently in 2011, two papers on this uh, same study. And it has proven that uh, even under the laboratory level, the inflammatory sales of this uh, TCM study has been reduced, and also. The lacrimal supportive proteins have been increased, which is quite uh, i should say quite a breakthrough study, mm-hmm. you know, um, uh, under this scientific approach. And uh, of course, I'm very glad to see this because uh, you know there's always a shortfall under the TCM uh, saying that uh, you do not have uh, sufficient, you know, like scientific uh, uh, numbers or figures to support what uh, is your efficacy. But uh, I'm I'm very glad to see this breakthrough. And then oh, you know since the very beginning till now, and uh, am sure the Prof Tong can share with you further, and uh, because uh, you know under one survey something it's so difficult just to see one uh, successful objective assessment, but we have seen so many. So I think this is so good that uh, we decide to do one more new one, which is just kickstart very recently in April, mm-hmm. and uh, and uh, and. Uh, and the participants' response have been overwhelmed, you know, uh, with the press, uh, oh. you know, coverage and okay. all this publicity. <laughs> okay, so I should okay. thank you. I should thank you. <laughs> you no, no, you know, for all the support yeah. and
1: no, all, all the publicity given. Yes. Yeah, but maybe, maybe but Prof Tong, what about you? You do you have anything to add to to what um, Dr Lim has already shared? Because it sounds very encouraging.
2: Yeah I think she's just mentioned the bulk of it I think it is a slightly unusual uh, trial in, in the sense of compared to what the other studies we're doing but mm. I think with the cooperation of the you know the media actually the media plays a bigger role in this trial than mm. any <laughs> other trial mm. Mm. because maybe, of that we, yeah. we got a lot of the inquiries maybe
1: and, next uh, you can go to schools and tell them about it too <laughs> okay <laughs> now, okay now when we look at treatments right um yeah, some yeah. people you know they will say oh if you are taking TCM okay don't you know if you are on western medicine don't take TCM if you're on TCM you know uh a the Western medicine can people can patients or people who want to care for, for their eyes do a fusion of both
0: uh, in, my, uh, in my opinion it, it, it is not a conflict actually it is a complement. yeah for example like uh, in our trust study we, are, we ask our, our patients to use the eye drop all okay. of them are on the eye drops. okay and maybe right. one group is only plainly eye drops. But what and- about
1: orals uh that
0: you uh, yeah, yeah, that's also one of our standard treatment I should say. Okay. Yeah. But okay. when I say that in, in, I just mentioned in our trial study is uh, we, all the patients are put on our eye drops
1: okay. and
0: our one arm is under herbal medication and the other arm is under acupuncture. Mm-hmm. And happen that arm with the acupuncture, you know, is very outstanding, outperformed mm-hmm. than the other group. And mm-hmm. that's why, uh, you know, we publish people on the acupuncture group. Okay. But that doesn't mean that other groups are not doing, um, uh, are doing badly. I should say the herbal medicine Mm-hmm. It's not that bad. Mm-hmm. But of course, they can't really, you know, obtain the kind of laboratory, um, um, like a marker that we need mm-hmm. to see. Yes. Yeah. So, but I'm saying this is already a very obvious east-mid-west mm-hmm. type mm-hmm. of uh, experiment. Mm-hmm. And it's not mm-hmm. just like purely west mm-hmm. or purely east. Yeah. yeah, but is yeah but of course, that's mm. not a
1: blanket, uh, uh, how is it, conclusion, right, on the future. Yeah. So we're just talking specifically about dry eye disease now. We're talking about the kind of treatments that you, you're talking about, right? And, mm. But Prof Ton, I, I thought you wanted to say something just
2: now? Yeah. yeah, I mean, if you want to talk about treatment of a lifestyle and a multifactorial condition, mm. you really need every single kind of uh, you know, tool and weapon that you have. Mm. In, a, in other words, TCM is one of them, and, and that's one of the five pillars that we are emphasising in the community, mm. uh, as, as uh, empl- exemplified by this, this acronym called LEARN, L-E-A-R-N, mm-hmm. right? So mm. L is yeah. actually the of two tiers in the right? The E is actually the eye mask using the USB eye mask, Okay. A is the nutritional augmentation, and R is generally re- restoring the general health, like acne and uh, you know, mental health and so on. And the end, the last one is actually non-standard care, including TCM. So really mm-hmm. you need TCM, but you also need all the other four pillars of this: Yeah, but I suppose as
1: always, before you try to do anything, especially to apply or to, to ingest, right, check with your, your doctors first. Right. Let your yeah. doctor know. This is what I'm doing. Is it okay uh, before you actually try to? I mean, don't try to self-medicate, like your You know, there's a reason yeah. all the doctors go through so many years of medical schools, right? <laughs> okay. <laughs> now, okay. I'm glad you mentioned diet. We have just a bit of time left um, in terms of you know managing um, dry eye disease or just you know good eye health in general, right? I think uh, mm-hmm. Prof Tong, just now you mentioned uh, diet. So yes. diet and supplements. How much do they help, or just you know expensive urine? There are a few um,
2: the nutritional supplements that. Better studied than others mm-hmm. so what one of those are the omega-3 uh, fatty acids sometimes mixed with omega-6 as well but basically this is this, uh, essential fatty acids that help to reduce inflammation uh, around the eye and then reduce the mm-hmm. inflammation in dry eye as well but for various reasons I think including genetic ones not everybody responds well to this so probably you know half the people who like this uh, they find that it helps but not others um, some other supplements like vitamin D3, for example, might help mm-hmm. as well because of the ability to also also related to inflammation and and the supportive of the glands. In general, if you are not a big fan of um, you know supplements, then very important to have a, a normal diet that's balanced as well as a good enough um, you know exercise and exposure to the sun as well. I think that's mm-hmm. that's uh, um, always the good advice, but. Um, you know, it's just, it's just not possible sometimes in our in kind of tropical weather to have, you know, sufficient sun exposure, right? Mm-hmm, I mean, mm-hmm, for obvious mm-hmm, reasons, mm-hmm. yeah.
1: Okay, Dr. Yeah. Lim, we have uh, 30 seconds more. Anything right? else you want to <laughs> add on that?
0: Okay, yeah, I always say that uh, uh, Chinese medicine uh, philosophy is always you must have a healthy body in order to have uh, good eye health. So the best is like just first uh, Professor has mentioned, you have to eat well and you have to sleep well, very important. Have to sleep by 11 p.m. if possible. Yes, yeah. ma'am.
2: Okay. <laughs> <laughs> All right, thank you so much, doctors, for your time and yes. information. <laughs> thank, thank you so much. All right, thank, thank you. you. Bye-bye, Ben. You.
1: Yes. We've been speaking with Professor Louis Tong of the Singapore Eye Research Institute and uh, Singapore National Eye Center, as well as Dr. Pat Lim of the Singapore Chonghua Medical Institution on Health Suites. I'm Melissa Hyak of Money FM 893
0: To listen to more great interviews, download our podcasts at moneyfm893.sg or download our audio app. That's A W E D I O. Available on Google Play or the App Store.